What's up, my peoples? If you're late to the party, we're featured on Podcast Republic. Podcast Republic can be downloaded on your Android device through the Google Play Store. Podcast Republic has all types of podcasts through their app and makes it easy to listen on your Android or through your desktop. We're glad you want to chill with us, so don't miss out on our feature by making sure you check out Podcast Republic today. So what's in your cup? But that's, you know, that's life. You know what I mean? Everybody, it's certain people that can't, like, admit that they wrong about certain things. Mm-hmm. It's certain people that feel like the world owe them something. But when the world don't bend to their whim, then they sitting there looking stupid because they know that they pretty much sabotage themselves. And it's like, okay, what do I do about that? Because I've, I've done that, but I'm, but I'm man enough to say, like, yo, I was wrong in that situation, bruh. You know what I mean? Yeah, when the shoe's on the other foot. But when yeah. it ain't, let them niggas lie in their bed. It is what it is. If it's a bed of nails, my nigga don't roll over too hard. That's all I can tell you. <laughs> Be careful with Trilly. That's right. (laughs) And welcome to another episode of Unapologetic Advice Podcast. I'm your co-host, Gemini. And I'm Trilly St. Clair. And this is Unapologetic Advice Podcast. You guys can hit us up at unapologetic.advicepodcast on our Instagram. You can hit me up on Twitter at at advicegemini. Where can they find you, Trilly? You can hit me on Instagram at Cleveland, C-L-E-V-E-L-A-N-D underscore Trillberg, T-R-I-L-L-B-E-R-G. All right. And then you know y'all can hit us up on our email at unapollopod at gmail.com. You guys make sure you can send us your questions, your comments. We love to hear from y'all on the People's Corner. We actually got something for the People's Corner today, Mm. which is interesting. Uh, But first, what you sipping on? I got this good gin and juice. Shout out to Ty Shaw Too Short. I was listening to him all day today. I said, you know what? I need me some motherfucking gin and juice. I think gin and juice been big in my life even before Snoop made a whole song called Gin and Juice. So I was on my pimp shit today. So I decided to pour up a glass of that Bombay with some good OJ. And I'm over here sipping on some orange juice and some Ciroc. Shout out to my nigga Diddy. (laughs) So our first segment, we're going to slide on into messy media. There's been a lot of shit going on. Uh, Yes, it has. (sighs) All right. So first, because I think this is funny. Uh, You hear about that AT&T tech who cash apped himself uh, from a customer phone? Damn, no. I did not hear about that. (laughs) Oh, yeah. So uh, this is messy media because the shade room reported this. So uh, I guess we should say, allegedly, one of the AT&T workers showed up to somebody's house Hooked up their internet, got a hold of that phone, and was like, uh, $50 to me. Wow. <laughs> what kind of tip was that? <laughs> that shit's just wild. Like, like you don't think you're going to be on the history, though? Like, right. it's going to say, you know, Tim Duncan, $50. Here's his fucking email address, you fucking idiot. Right. Like, I mean, nah, it, I think he just was greedy. He saw Right. He saw a phone sitting there. He seen that cash app sitting there on that phone. He said, fuck it. I'm about to give me a quick 50. Speaking of some money, uh, 
Michael Kors. Yeah, two point what? Two point two billion, billion for Versace. For Versace. And then on uh, Instagram, I had seen whoever the person from Versace is. You know, I don't be knowing that shit. Uh, talk. Yeah, talk about. Well, you know, I'm not going nowhere. You know, it's still the same. How? 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 How you gonna tell me this is the same shit and the shit same Michael Kors? How the fuck is it the same shit? Well, I think what it is is that Michael Kors bought the brand. Donatella, as always, she's been a she's been pretty much the face of the brand since Johnny uh, got murked, and pretty much majority of the design and things that you see going on with Versace is all Donatella's brainchild at this point. So Michael Kors, I don't he know for a fact that you slap Michael Kors on Versace, nobody's gonna buy that shit for real. So he like I'm gonna keep Donatella in place so we can keep the shit moving. I'm just gonna open up even more stores and that's basically what he's that's what it looks like he's gonna do which is smart you know what i mean because right now it would be very very dumb to change the name or try to you know take versace and mesh it with michael kors when you got the migos on tour right now with blouses on michael sachi no that should be whack (laughs) verkos Niggas buy Michael Kors heavy. Yeah. Purchase purses. Niggas, listen. No, ain't nobody Michael, Michael Kors is the baby mama brand of the nation right now. Versace is the next level, whatever the hell you want to look at. It is as. it? Because it's just Michael Kors now. I mean, <laughs> real shit. I mean, it's really it's, it's no different. It's the same shit. But I hate I hate to say this, but niggas ain't gonna be able to differentiate that. All they mm. know is Versace got more boutiques now. They ain't looking at who mm. bought it. I'm just being 100. Migos is still gonna be on tour. They still gonna have their colorful blouses on. You gonna have uh, Drake hopping out doing whatever the fuck he do with some Versace on. Matter of fact, let me remove Drake from that. French Montana is still going to be wearing Versace. You know what I'm saying? He wear a ton of that shit. So oh, I think Versace is still gonna do what it do. But from what I'm understanding, that company been in trouble for a while now. They've been in trouble because everybody can't afford Versace. So it's not like they they totaling two billion in sales. At least last I've heard, they've done okay, but they haven't outdid any other these other brands. I know Dior and a few other brands have been kicking their ass on sales, but. It you definitely know. makes it much more affordable in a way that you have access, yeah. I suppose, because it'll be in, well, I, I assume it'll be in the Michael Kors stores. Nah. Michael nah? Kors, you think they'll nah. still separate that? Nah, he's definitely going to separate it, because Michael Kors, as a brand, does what Michael Kors is supposed to do. Versace is very limited. You can't find it everywhere. You need to be a multi-billionaire to even, like, control that shit, because... It's very limited and not everybody can afford it. So they're not going to be doing the same type of sales that a Michael Kors store would do. Because like I said, everybody, baby mama is going to get that Michael Kors bag. They're going to get them shoes. They're going to get them glasses. So a lot of this stuff tend to sell much more and much faster, I might add, than a Versace blouse, which might be $1,500. Everybody's not going out and buying that shit like that. So it just makes sense. You know what I mean? Like... I noticed that was the first thing that they announced was that I'm not... The first thing he announced was that he's not changing much. Right. He's just opening up like 15 to 16 more flagship stores to move that shit. So. Well, we're going to go ahead and slide into our... We got two segments I want to spend most of the time on, which is why I kind of 
uh, hop, skipped, and jumped over the other two. Right. The first one, your boy, Takashi. Skittle kid. Uh, this nigga over here reenacting 50 Cent. Did you see this video? Yes. This I'm... motherfucker did the, in, uh, uh, not in the club. Is that in the club? No, that, that was in the no, club, no, that right? That was in the club. Where he was running on the treadmill, niggas handing him water and shit. He was upside down. Uh, so that was really funny. And then, yeah. did you see 50's rebuttal? Man, listen. 50 been calling him his son for the last two weeks. He like my son out of control. I got I to gotta spank him. I got to give my son a spanking. He's tripping. <laughs> so let's get into the advice part. Like, there, there's a couple things we could touch on. First thing is, do you think that this is your advice for Takashi on coming for our old rap niggas? <laughs> Listen, Takashi is not coming for an old rap nigga. Takashi is coming for the god of pettiness. He's coming after uh, <laughs> the Sultan of insult. 50 cent like there's no way around it like everything that he does 50 is gonna find a way to flip it and make himself look bigger in the situation and that's all he's been doing he like look at my son and at the end of the day he has way more money than him he has a lot more going on Takashi is just a well-known troll of a rapper 50 cent is a well-known troll of a so are you man. calling Takashi the zillia banks no <laughs> No, because Azealia Banks' uh, level of petty can never touch Takashi's. Takashi's is fucking ridiculous. But you did call her a uh, keyboard terrorist. That's some yeah, crazy that's shit. Yeah, that's different. You know, you just you just constantly commenting on shit. <laughs> Six Nine would act out the bullshit he's on. Six Nine would sit there and go to the area of the place of where he think his so-called nemesis of the moment may be while he's not there and shoot a six second video or some shit like that touche because he do rotate through motherfuckers he be like mm, i feel like fucking with you today right and, and keep in mind let's let's all focus on this this is all after the robbery so it's like dude you got too much against you right now if i was you i would just chill 50 was your friend you did wear a glittery ass jacket you did get clowned for that you just you supposed to own that and kept it moving you turned 50 cent into your enemy 50 don't quit. He, you know, he doesn't quit. He really don't. He got the, he wrote 50 laws of power. Like he, he does not stop. Now so, they gonna have a new character in power. Right. A little, little, yeah. little rainbow colored kid gonna get dropped in the sewer somewhere. You gonna find him a rainbow colored kid that's gay from Queens that sell dope to get killed in the next season of power. power. And everybody that. gonna be like, yeah, he was talking about 669. Six, and rightfully so, that's probably who he was talking about. And then about. he gonna get on Twitter like, yeah, get the straight Strap, bitch. Right. Get the strap on. All this old shit. Like he gonna fuck with him. There's no way around it. Like six six nine is you know, you you basically you're a rabbit jumping around a bear that's full right now. When he get hungry, he gonna eat your ass. Just chill. There's no way you're not gonna win this one. Well, and our, our last thing to touch on for a messy media is, so we last episode we talked about the Kevin Hart, Tiffany Haddish, Cat Williams. Did you see when Mike Epps posted about Kevin Hart? Yes. So what do you think about the beef of, well, not even what do you think, what's your advice to all these comedians? Because it's like, we keep talking about these battle royales, like, shit, now we got a comedian battle royale Man, going on let's... around here. This is what I would suggest to all these comedians that feel away about Kevin Hart. 
The only way anything that you're saying right now is going to be even remotely effective against Kevin Hart is as if you outwork that man. That man has way more fucking money than all of Mm y'all. So all of y'all just look like haters right now. If y'all get y'all bread up and quietly work, 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 and get y'all name out there even more and do what y'all need to do, the shit that you say might actually hold some validity. But long as that man is getting $40 million checks from Netflix, selling out arenas, doing all the shit that he's doing, probably gonna be in the next Dr. Doolittle or whatever the fuck role that he decided to take on, you're going to look like a hater. So it just doesn't even make sense to even keep this little beef type shit going. You need to just be clapping for that man and praying that you actually get some sort of uh, role (laughs) in one of his next movies because a lot of y'all are falling off while he's still ascending and it looks dumb. We'll see if he sells out arenas this time. I have a, I have a, 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 Shitty already done pre-sold tickets. It's a wrap. Most of his tour is already halfway sold out. We'll, we'll very blandly touch on this. Had a conversation with some other people and other people who are non-black people. And they all said, I just don't think he's that funny. And I actually don't like that he's arguing with other comedians. That's not a good look for him. Right. So, right. if you already pissing off the black people, all you got left is is the white people and a few black people who do rap with that's going to actually well, pay. Keep in mind, us niggas is not the best for supporting other niggas. Let's just be real. So you banking on the white dollar and if they looking at you like, you just seem like you're bringing too much drama. Well, I'm going to be you're, real That's with fucking you. up your sales. So I'd be curious to know if he actually sells Well, I'm going to say this. Let's just be real. The white dollar is contingent on what's popular with the black dollar. So if we stop fucking with you, everybody stops fucking with you. Mm-hmm. So you only got a few seasons left. He really, he, you know, he, he, he is season away from being Will Smith in the Empty Mansion. If he don't change up some of his shit and get a little bit more funnier, he probably going to get raunchier. Probably going to talk about cheating. You got to do oh, something. Oh, you know this whole tour is going to be about. You know, I went to see my wife, and then I was like, oh, bitch, you don't look like my wife. So then I was like, well, my dick's already in your mouth. Ha ha ha. <laughs> That could be the case, but (laughs) help me. There's only so many times you can do that, but I'm just being real, man. Now look around at some other girl with some asshole. A lot of us do not understand how strong the black dollar is, and if you get enough people that's holding that black dollar screaming, we ain't fucking with that. You'll be a fubu. So we'll see you trying. You'll be a Nietzsche. Cause you know a lot of black people fuck with the Mike Epps and the Cat Williams, and they like that nigga shit. Yeah. They do. They really like that nigga but shit. But I'm gonna be real. They love him in a small club. They love him in a funny stop and all these little ass clubs. But that's what we do, though. Like, that's what we do. As soon as they get big, you don't fuck with them. But also yeah. keep in mind too, like. But I what, ain't gonna say that either, though, because it's like it's a situation where. When you sit there and start acting like it, once we get the sentiment that you feel like you're bigger than us mm-hmm. as a people, mm-hmm. oh, we gonna turn on that ass real fast. If you can't keep it real all the way through, or they feel like you like losing you, oh, we will pull, we'll put, we'll stop some shit. We'll put the e brake on real, real fucking fast. I done seen it happen to too many comedians. I done seen it happen to too many actors. Sometimes motherfuckers got to go away and come back and win. And a lot, of, and I don't think that's something Kevin Hart will ever be able to do. He don't know how to like just chill. You know, even Eddie Murphy had to chill. He had to stop. And then when he came back, he was big again. 
You know what I'm saying? When he was doing all that children shit, all that, you know. All Dr. Doolittle and all shit. That, I mean, Dr. Doolittle was a good film. We fucked with him with that hell. The Clumps was him. funny as fuck, We fucked too. with him with the Clumps. That shit was funny. But once we got to the Rasputias and all that type of shit, motherfuckers was like, wait a minute. They like, wait a minute, man. We, wait he found a minute. the ugliest name he could fucking find. Yeah. But, I'm, but what I'm saying to you is that we get tired of people. Beyonce is feeling it. We get tired of people. When you work uh, too fucking hard, yeah, I don't give, hey, I don't give a fuck up, about that beehive bullshit. You look up, it's gonna be listen. You look up, it's gonna be twelve of the same niggas in the beehive talking about some she steal the shit, and y'all gonna be the same twelve niggas standing there with maybe a thousand other motherfuckers. It's like on the fence about, hmm, do we like her? Do we like this album? We don't know. I'm not in the beehive, but I will say this: she's one of the few female singers that started off with a generation from them being young and the ability to grow with them and and for her and for that that is that is the luck she the diana ross of this shit right she, she's diana ross shit, count justin yeah justin timberlake went through that too but the whole thing is sometimes y'all got you gotta learn motherfuckers even have said it that's been a comedic punchline like when the fuck is she just gonna chill and let us like Get a rest and miss her a little After bit. After she have some more kids. After she. it's going to be like six of them next. She's like, look, I need to take chill. Yes, After, girl. She Blue is back. a smooth 16. After she paid back some of that motherfucking money her and J.O. So they ain't got a tour so goddamn much. Because that's really what it is. They on, they ain't on tour because they like it. They on tour because they need to get it back. Title ain't doing as great as a lot of niggas want to think that it's doing. Nothing against title, but I don't know six niggas that got a title membership. I know one. I don't know six. I know like three other people. That's four. <laughs> I know at least three other people. But, the, but, but I, I mean, I feel like that's not casual conversation though. Like, oh, like, nah. like I just don't feel like. I mean, it but is. real talk, niggas be like, shit. You heard Wayne shit? Yeah, nigga, I was just on Spotify, and everybody said the same thing. I heard it over there too. Then it becomes a conversation. Yeah, but when we talking about free versus paid, it's totally different too, though. That's like, oh, I heard so and so album on Pandora. Okay, bitch. I'm on Pandora. I'm, I'm only saying that because a lot of people don't they underestimate the power of having your fan base miss you and ravenously crave your music. If you keep giving them so much, they're gonna become content with it. And with Correct. this generation, we absorb music and content so fucking fast that you don't put out nothing timeless no more. We in a snacker meal generation right now. It's always snack. Is, is it a snack or a meal? You know what I'm saying? Who remember their last snack? I get tired of snacks all the fucking time. Sometimes you want something that's more um, filling. But when I, you, I love snacks. Yeah, we know you do. I love food. We know you. I love really food wish I had snacks. an Impossible Burger right now. I'm pretty sad. Yeah. But you and know my what? My fat ass is like, bitch. You should have ordered something. Right, but guess what? <laughs> impossible Burgers is not a snack. That's a part of a meal. But you know what? Um, I had me some plantain chips. That's a snack. I like <laughs> granola bars. Snack, snack, snack. Snack, snack, snack. I like, I, I like apples. Because, look, like, y'all can send all donations. Y'all can hit us up at unapollopod at gmail.com. And we can send y'all P.O. boxes or wherever we want to ship that shit to. Ooh. Actually, I, I actually have a subscription to Nature Box. Damn. I really do. Send Gemini snack pack, y'all. She needs, she's into the snacks, y'all. So, Nature Box, you're more than welcome to sponsor us as well. I will eat all the snacks that are non-meat driven because I'm vegetarian. Right. So, but the whole thing shout is Shout out this. to Nature Box. Just a lot of us 
fail to y'all judging the fuck out of me stop judging me y'all know y'all like snacks i hear you but feel me on this my point is i'll take a meal make it a snack my my (laughs) advice to the kevin hearts of the world beyonce's and whomever else that feel that they need to work 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 all the time is that you please don't feel like once you put out enough content like beyonce got so much content We'll be content with Beyonce for the next five or six years. Those that really rock with her, right? Then it gets to that point when you like, damn, man, I need another Beyonce album. I need another Beyonce album. It's kind of like tour. what Rihanna's doing. Like Rihanna's, yeah, Rihanna's doing. It's been a minute. Like, damn, smart. bitch, where the album is? She's like, it's coming, relax. I'm out here but doing I my other feel thing. I like that's why B is, she did that, that, like, that Lemonade album, like, unannounced. Because she knows. You know what I'm saying? Everybody. Yeah. Kind of like oversaturated, so it's like I'm just drop some shit. I ain't gonna say nothing. Right. Like I'm just keep people on their toes. Look at Nelly. 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 Yeah. Too like nigga, I ain't paying nobody for no advertising. No. Exactly. That shit's smart. Exactly. And she got it. But she is though, real shit. She really did sell tons of shit with that. She is bigger than than advertising. Right. And she could have fell back off of that. Yeah, she. They have to do her and Jay have to do albums. She could have fell back off Lemonade. You know how many angry women was out here playing Lemonade when she dropped? Smashing out fucking... About to get their motherfucking heads tore off because they want to break out windows? Yeah. (laughs) Like, you know how many women... women Like, Beyonce did it. It's a lot of women that got beat the fuck up behind Lemonade. Like, let's be honest. But at the same time, it was cool because she gave her fans that it was visual. People absorbed it. People enjoyed it. People still talked about it. Mm-hmm. And then you came back with the Migo karaoke shit. I'm going to keep calling it that. Are you talking about ape shit? Ape, yeah. That's my shit. But I'm going to give my advice real quick, and then we're going to get into our next segment because it should be pretty interesting. Um, my advice for the Kev- Kevin Hart is just, I think that he should just chill. You got a whole lot of shit going on. You started off with cheating on your wife. After you left, you cheated on your first wife with this wife. Now, after all that shit, now you want to go and fight with other niggas. Like, bro, like you, like truly said, you need to chill. And my advice is just chill. I don't even know why you addressing people. People come for Beyonce all the time. And she ignored the fuck out of them. Right. You don't need to do that. You don't even have to address them niggas. And the same thing with Tiffany Haddish didn't have to. Either. Nah, she took that real smooth. But she didn't. She, she didn't say shit because she, she knows. It's, no, no, she no, no. The, she at the infancy of her career. Less, what does she look like arguing with anybody? Because she didn't have to. She got behind a nigga so he could say what she would have said. Real shit. Yeah. Because because that's that's what you do. Like, if you got... Okay, so I'm a little sister. I got big brothers. Right. I can talk all the shit I want because guess what? Them big brothers go get in that ass. I don't have to be the one to do it. I could be like... Yo, man, I want to go punch that motherfucker in his right. face. He'd be like, ah, oh, bitch, and I got to punch this motherfucker in the face. I can't let you punch him in the face. And and, and, and I'm sorry, Gemini. Can I just say something to that, too? Is like, even when she was caught by herself on the TMZ shit, where they caught Cat, was trying to talk to him about the gun, mm-hmm. and he ran. When they asked her about it, and she, she didn't have Kevin with her. She didn't have, like, nobody really with her to say shit. She straight up was like, there's no problem, sir. I'm trying to tell you there, there's no problem between me and Kat. And it isn't. There's no problem. That man just made an opinion. She took it and ran with it. She That's like, right. She, she like, had, okay. And talked after that. Yeah, and they talked exactly. about it. But at the same like time. She had Kevin with her and he said what he said. Because she didn't have to she didn't have to put herself he and Kevin probably was like, look, don't put yourself out there. Let me talk. Right. Mm-hmm. That's what big exactly. brothers do. But that's, that's what big cool. brothers do. Like, 
I correct. That's a big thing too. I really believe that even with all that shit going on, she looked. She said, "Hmm, the check's been deposited. I don't give a fuck about what a Cat Williams got to say." And that's boss shit. That's bullshit. I ain't saying. Listen, you know how many motherfuckers come from unapologetic podcasts? You think I got time to address all these weak ass podcasts about what they say about us? I'm young trio from the east side. I don't give a fuck about that. The checks in the mail. I'm I mean, good. I just I just have like work to do, so I don't have time to address stupid shit. Right. I just I just I really that just don't. I just I really don't like my boss. Don't give a fuck about somebody at you. The right. fuck you mean? Where are my reports at? The exactly. fuck is going on? Damn, you heard what they said? Some extra shit. Nigga, cut the check. I'm trying to get this job done. I don't know nothing about what you're talking about. Because at the end of the day, none of that matters. She said it herself. She said, listen, I'm not for everybody. I'm for the people that buy tickets. As long as they keep buying tickets, I'm going to keep giving them what they want. That was the most bossiest shit she could have said. Kev, I was looking at Kev like, you basically just responding on her behalf but you more or less addressing shit that's been kind of directed in your direction as well. Yes. So you feel a way about it naturally because at the infancy of your blow up, you didn't address none of that shit. Mm-hmm. You just looked at it like whatever, Not which was smart. Spot where exactly. Well, you know, $40 million that's from it. Netflix later, $100 million in the bank right. later. You it's like, comfortable not, in your place. yeah, I'm a little comfortable now. But see, I, say whatever. I need for niggas so to get on their Michael Jackson shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Michael Jackson, rest in peace, was the bossiest motherfucker around and didn't have to say too much. Eminem said some shit about Michael Jackson. He looked at him like, I didn't like that. And he went and bought his publishing. Nigga, that's bullshit. <laughs> I, I didn't like when Eminem said what he said. How much is this publishing? I think I'll buy it all now. Fuck him. When Paul McCartney was, listen, when Paul McCartney, when Paul McCartney was popping shit in the 80s, he was like, hmm. You don't like me very much, huh, Paul? <laughs> Guess I'll buy the Beatles publishing and just sit on it for the next 15 years. Fucking right. Yeah. <laughs> Eleanor Rigby. Yes. And kept it fucking moving. Like, that's boss moves. When you get that kind of bread, you, listen, I've yeah. never seen a kid, king argue with a peasant. Never. Never seen a king argue with a peasant. I've seen kings dialogue with other kings about how to be better kings. That's it. There's nothing to talk about. When you're not in my pay grade and you don't pay the same taxes as me, why am I addressing you when you can't pack out a fucking comedy store, but I'm packing out an arena in fucking, uh, I don't know, shit, Beijing some goddamn That's where. a That's another conversation for another day because we already know social media and the ability to have access to people is a whole other conversation. So we're going to go ahead and segue <laughs> into our next... I'll buy his publishing... So we're going to do, it's been a minute, but we have a, can we talk for a minute? Can we talk about my peoples? <laughs> um, shit, I don't even know where to go. Man, man, they like when I do that shit. I'm the shit in the shower. So this is, this is one that I found because I think that, I think that somebody needs to hear this. So there's, I keep talking about this show, 90 Day Fiance, and I've been thirsty to talk about this. There is somebody on 90 Day Fiance from Ohio. He's okay. from Columbus, Ohio. Oh. His name is Ricky. Ricky went to Spain, or no, he, Ricky went to Columbia to meet this girl named, uh, I don't know what the bitch name is. Bitch stood him up, so the motherfucker came with a plan B. Okay. So his plan B, he was like, okay, so the first bitch didn't work out, so plan B, I'm gonna call you. So plan B is like, Way better than Plan A. She's super cool. So he's okay. he 
Get some pussy on the first night. You know what I'm saying? Oh. Like, she she with it. She with it, right? Trill shit. Now, like I said in the last podcast, a lot of people, a lot of times they go there trying to find a fiance, and the, and the people they go find a fiance, they have 90 days to get married to get, get to the States. So this girl with it, right? So... He did. He called the the new girl the old girl's name. Why you know this bitch name, my man's? Why you know Melissa's name, my man's? He watched, he watched that shit. Melissa was a bad looking bitch though. She was cold, but uh, <laughs> that's why she wanted to know why. Look, I, look, I don't know who man's that is. Uh, <laughs> over here, it must be Melissa's man. Ah uh, shit. It must be Melissa's man, because uh, apparently that bitch single still. Oh, uh, Jim and I don't uh, put that but, hand on her head. Uh, <laughs> the second girl's name is Jimena. So Jimena... Jimena sound better, actually. Jimena is, like, super cool, right? So he's like, Ricky, which is the dude from Ohio, goes, I just feel like I need to tell her the truth. Like, I got to tell her I came here for the first bitch, but now I'm fucking with her. Now, here's my thing. The reason, let's be real, the reason why he felt like he needed to tell her is because he knew this bitch was going to see it on national TV, so he was screwed. He had to tell her anyways. Right. Most real, most niggas in real life wouldn't have told you shit. You would have just, oh, nah. bitch, I had a, I had work, and I had to go to Columbia. Some fake dumb shit niggas come up with. Now, here's my, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you what he did after you give advice. Okay. What would you have done to tell Jimena that she was playing B? How would you have addressed that? How would you so so and the reason why I say this is because it's not just because somebody went to another country to do it. In real life shit like this happens. You might be talking to two people at the same time, first one fall off or somebody fall off and and you just it's essentially got caught up. So how right. would you address Ricky's situation? Well, for starters, uh Ricky had no allegiance to neither one of them. So the whole thing is this. He was trying to find a 90-day fiance, right? He was trying to find somebody that he vibe with, right? Correct? Am I tripping? That was that is the goal of the show, but exactly. that doesn't mean that the girls necessarily know that that's his goal per se. Right. Well, at the end of the day, let's be all the way real. Most of us are chilling with our plan B's right now because the plan A fucked up somewhere, and that's just the nature of the beast. Your plan B sometimes is way fucking better than your plan A, so you have to explain like, look, you know, that's the beauty of love. You go out looking for one thing and you stumble into something else is even better, right? Shit, the same thing, that's the same rule of shopping. You went to go find some jeans, you found some, you found some raw jeans. Damn, I saw them jeans online, but these jeans is way fucking better. They fit better. The YKK just, you know, come up over my package. So you would have gave her the examples like, look, girl, I came in there looking for this type and, and found that. Like, how would you, how would you address her? Because then I'm going to tell you what he did. The heart wants what the heart wants. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, there's no way around it. I have no allegiance. Yeah, so the girl, the, the first girl, he was there for two weeks, and the first girl, like, just just, just ghosted him, talking about she had to do homework. He's like, bitch, what do you mean you have to do homework? The fuck are you talking about? Well, I mean, I would flat out have told her, look. He was over there capping on his profile anyway. Nigga was like five yeah, he said he was six feet. Jimena oh, showed wow. up. That bitch was a smooth five eight and a half, five nine. She was like three inches tall. Right. Well, she, but she rolled right from there though, right? She, she, she gave him some pussy. There it is. Out the gate. Talking so, about, now nah, you ain't got to sleep in the living room. Come on. There it is. Close that door. So it is what it. So there it is. Like shit. 
okay, I hit on the first night. So it ain't too much I could tell you that you can be offended by. Then he wine and diner, had a whole thing set up. So so your thing would be you would have just told straight up, like, look, I came Listen. here to do this. This didn't work out. And I, I like you, but, you know, you did just, I thought I wanted her, but you were way better. And now that's, you're a better yeah, person. That's how I go. I didn't, I didn't know I was about to meet you. But so, I'm glad I met you. And you but, made, he, but, you know. But, so he ended up telling her, y'all gotta go. I think it's like episode six or something like that or five. It's on TLC. Y'all should watch this shit. It's fucking funny. Um, he ended up telling her, and she was like, so that's the bitch name you called me. You gonna tell me that was a producer's name when you kissed me. Oh, see, nah. So she was like, so now you a liar. She was like, second of all, I'm nobody's motherfucking plan B. Like, you didn't tell me that you was even talking to another bitch. On top of the fact that you had me get on a flight for five hours to come to basically the city that that other bitch live in. Mm-hmm. So, I'm playing B. All this shit you playing was for this bitch. It wasn't for me. Like, how uh, dare you? How dare you disrespect me? Well, I'm sorry. My plan A didn't work out. <laughs> he gonna go back to the... <laughs> plan B did work out. And my plan A was to have sex with plan A, but I had sex with my plan B. And then she asked that too. She was like, did you have sex with her? And she, he was like, no, nah, I, I, I actually didn't even kiss the girl. And right. she was like, I, I, regardless, like, she was like, I just don't trust you because you're not really the person you said you were. Because you could have should have just told me out the gate. You're right. And I can't trust you because how easy you gave me the pussy. So if you want to part ways like this, then it is what it is. I'm about to go see this Ohio State oh, Jesus. All right. So we're going to go ahead and segue into our next segment, which is the People's Corner. So <laughs> the People's Corner, is uh, the subject is, do y'all believe in marriage? It says... Wanted to know if you saw this Instagram post. I had some arguments with some people about this. I had a woman hollering at me about how disrespectful this is. She is married to a man with one of her four kids and she's been married twice. Women always be thinking they need the papers. I keep telling these chicks the papers ain't nothing if I don't care enough to be around anyways. Keep doing what you're doing, big aunt. So the post says, dear women that want to be legally married, Give me one good reason why. I don't think y'all understand what y'all are asking for. Speaking from experience, as well as my uh, quotation marks, married friends, there was more loyalty, trust, commitment, and honesty before we got married. So again, women, what do you want with marriage besides legal documentation? Dear ladies, legal Western world marriage is no more than a business venture because the connection and emotions come before the vows, no debate. So again, why do you want to get married, ladies? So he sent me the link. Um, so, what's your advice on that? Well, my advice on that is this. Um, it really depends on the female that the guy's dealing with. But I know a lot of females that have this whole ideology that they want to be married before they're 30. I have to be married before I'm 30. And, I'm at, and my, my usual question is, who put that clock on you? Who the one that suggested that you should be married before 30? Why is that a thing? I mean, it's okay to have that title, but see, you know, a marriage is just that. It is a business situation. All that is is combining of assets. But at the end of the day, you know, even that shit can be, there's loopholes even in that. So it don't even really matter. If the love is not there, then it don't matter. A lot of women want to run into a situation where they like, they want to feel like they belong to somebody. But shit, I know a lot of wives being cheated on. I know a lot of wives that don't know about half of the bank accounts that their husband got set up. They are, a lot of husbands go into marriages already with their 
parachutes are already packed, ready to jump up out that bitch. So it's like you want to get married to say, I'm married. I got my husband at home. I'm married. That shit don't mean nothing. To me, it only, the only time it means something is when you really done locked in with that person. I mean, and speaking from my experience, my wife used to trip off me when I said, shit, I, I trust you after 10 years. If you can sit still with a nigga like me for 10 years, you ain't going nowhere. How long has it been? It's been 12. But actually, even longer than that, if you count how long we were together before we got married, because at the end of the day, my wife is going to be here regardless if I put a ring on her finger or not. Those type of demands weren't, didn't exist in our relationship because we knew that we rocked out, period. You know what I'm saying? I knew that she was the one for me when she grabbed the strap and said, shit, you go, I go, type shit. I'm like, damn, she down. She ain't going nowhere. Trilly was, in, was in some bullshit early, early, in his earlier years, and she was like, nigga, we going to ride out. It is going to be what it be. Now, I'm not saying that was a determining factor. I knew, all, I knew in high school that we was going to rock out because she showed me what it was before anybody could. You get what I'm saying? I seen her character. I seen who she was. But a lot of women run into marriage because they just want that title. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, if you want a title, baby, you know, get you a promotion at work. <laughs> you know what I mean? Get you a better fucking job if you want a title. At least that title actually means something. At least you actually know you control and you're in control of something. But in a marriage, you control nothing. You just have a title. You can sit there and boss and bark all goddamn day. I'm going to leave you and all that type shit. But like I said, a lot of men walk into marriages with their parachute already packed tight. They already got. They already know which homeboy they're going to go stay with while they get their shit together. They already know. They already got a bitch from high school or somewhere that they done met that's already willing to let them into their dough. They already have their out planned out already. So it's like you running into this situation and you don't even know who you with for real. You learn who you with after you break up with them in a lot of situations. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I need, you know, I need that title. It's important to me. Why? What is your title, period, before a ring even touch your hand? What importance do you hold with that person that you're with right now? That's the question, and a lot of women can't answer that. I'm his woman. No, you not. You his main line. You the plan B to answer the phone that night the plan A didn't in a lot of situations. You know what I'm saying? So that's my take on it. Stop stop trying to be a wife and figure out what the meaning you are to that person before a ring even touch that hand. For any jury get exchanged, find out what you mean to that person. Ask those real questions early on. A lot of y'all might be afraid of the answers that you're going to get back. All right. Well, shit, he done read about 45% of the population. That's real shit. Uh, that's real shit. So... It's, it's interesting to hear from Trilly because Trilly is married. I'm not married. And uh, I, I'm somebody who doesn't necessarily believe in it, especially in the way that everybody conveys it. You know, a lot of people, especially since, you know, I'm, I'm me, and they think that I should have the same goals that they have. Their goals is, oh, well, if I look a certain way, then I can, I can have a nigga to do X, Y, and Z, blah, blah, blah. So here's... Here's my thing. I have a good job. So back in the day, a good purpose of why you got married was so a nigga could take care of you. I don't necessarily need a nigga to take care of me. I can technically take care of myself. That's still today's, uh, you know, outlook. But the, but the reason why is because they haven't put themselves in a real position. And when I say position, it's not just financially. It's mentally. It's emotionally. It's exactly. all those areas. So if you break up with a guy, like, 
you're not emotionally together if you feel like you're gonna go kill yourself if you if you're not with him. Right. That that's that's not okay. But let me let me go ahead and go back into the history. Historically, marriage is very much a contract. Back in the day, your dad used to get some lamb, a goat. Like you were not even a person. You are an object that someone owns, which is if you think about it, why you get his last name. You get his because he actually, in a lot of ways, would own you in a way of the legality matters, if that's the case. Now, here's my thing. I always challenge people with this. I say, give me a reason outside of religion or financial as to why you would get married. Now, I will say this. People who are very religious, look, that's a part of your, that's a part of you. That's okay. Now, I will say this too. I challenge you here. You can't pick parts of the book that's okay for you. Right. Like, if you really about the book, then be about the book. So I don't want to hear all that shit either. So if it's religious reasons, okay, we're going to put you in a bucket. Financially, look, you, you fucking a basketball player. You want that bag. Okay, look, I can, I can understand these two aspects. Religion is something that's a part of you, and maybe getting money is a part of you too. Give me another reason. I have yet to find one person to tell me another reason why a legal marriage is important to them besides religion or finances. Right. I'm just, I want that debt. I want my, my significant other's debt. Never have I ever, never have I ever heard. And you know what's sad to me? It's sad to me that when I ask women, why is this so important to you? It's not ever, this person is my best friend. He is my best friend. And you know what? Even if we didn't get married, that's still my nigga. And they, like, I have never heard another woman say no shit like that because they always put over, and, and guys too, guys too, guys be on that shit too. They always put over someone's head. If you really my roly, then you should get married. But, but it shouldn't even matter because if you wasn't, right. how does your relationship change? Because when you get married, now you done fucked up and now your relationships change because you now change wife and husband now means extra shit. And it really should just be you growing together, but instead now you putting expectations on somebody. I mean, that's not what you signed up out the gate, baby girl. If he was fucking other bitches before you before you got married, he gonna fuck other bitches when you wow. get married. If he if I'm just I'm for if, if if you was down with fucking other girls with him, you better be down for the threesome, foursome, swinging, whatever it is. If he was spending all the money and he used to spend all the money, or she, or she go out and buy shoes. You think cause you married this bitch gonna stop shoes? No, she gonna get a closet. You right. gonna buy a whole house. Right. And one of them rooms is for her shoes. Right. Don't you bitch about nothing cause you came in with it. Right. So if anything, right. like, and then, you know, that's my take. It should be your best friend. And my advice is, uh, and hey, I'm not married. Maybe I don't know shit. Maybe I don't know shit. Man, I might not know shit. That's okay. But guess what? That. I'm happy than a bitch and I can take care of my motherfucking self. And I'm sure that That's somebody right. would love to try to get me and, and, and legal me to fuck up. But guess what? I still have the choice because ain't nobody getting no goat, no land, no nothing for me in this story. Right. My dad ain't getting shit, no dowry. Go ahead. Right. But no, I, I feel 100% what you're saying though, Gemini, is um, you don't hear too many people talking about... That's that's my roadie, that's my this, you know what I'm saying? And um, when I hear you say that, it speaks to me because that's me. Like when you talk about people say, oh, I'm getting married because of religious reasons. Okay, I'm not very religious. Honestly, 
Not that we have to have a conversation about More it, spiritual. But, but yeah, I don't really believe in religion, okay? And then financial, I'm going to go get her myself, okay? I don't look to no man to get this, get that, do for me. I'll go do it for myself first. What about $80 million Tristan Thompson contract? Nobody's money. So you 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 not going. I don't give a fuck about nobody. So what if he's talking about he want to have what, what if he's talking about he wants you to live there he want you cook clean stay in his house and so forth he make eighty it million. Depends on what he's bringing to the table other than money. Look for eighty so million dollars. Now look, I didn't said all that, but I'm gonna get that bag if you want me to cook and clean. I need to make no, sure I get my reparations. Uh, fuck that. Doing, doing that shit for free. What the fuck? I look like Rosie you from the Jetsons. No. More for me than just your money. You know what I'm saying? Because He'll give you some dick. Like you said, people, people will do it because they like, I love this person, that's my roadie, whatever. That is what I look for in a person. And I've made many mistakes in looking for that. I'ma just be real with that. But when you say that, it makes me think of my parents. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Whenever I look at a person, Whenever I try to really see a person for who they is to say that I could marry them, whatever, I'm really looking for what my parents have. And you have parents who are together, right? Not a child of divorce. For like what? Almost 40 fucking years. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Had four kids, right? Two girls, two boys last. And had all four of us before they went to the courthouse and decided to get that motherfucking piece of paper. You know what I'm saying? Had all four of us. And I'm the second one. And me and the first one is eight years apart. You know what I'm saying? I'm about to, I'm about to blow your mind. I need to add something to this too. I'm about to blow your mind. I'm about to blow your mind. My parents been together 35 years. They just got married like six years ago. But them you know niggas been saying? together the whole time. They've always about. lived together. But this right. is also, we have to keep in mind, a lot of people come from homes where we talking from our space about a partner. A lot of people, we gotta, I, I try to be sensitive. I look who I'm talking to. You got, like we say before, me and Trilly always say this, know who you fucking with. Cause you can't tell somebody about a partner who ain't seen a partner. Right. Your mama or daddy got hella people come in and out the house. And, like, you don't know what that means. That's why Go I gotta ahead. add to that. Cause keep in mind, I, I married the sister of, of Elisa Lee. So, one. so check it out. So check this. Not only that, I asked her to marry me three times. She didn't take me seriously. So nah, cool. So look, Pete, no, it ain't even that. It wasn't even that. It was just that you have to understand that I didn't I didn't marry a woman that, oh man, the ass was so good. Uh she was a great provider. Uh, she can do this, she can do that. No, that's my best friend. That's right. You see what I'm saying? Like when we when we rolled out, we rolled out. Like she rolled out harder than any of my male friends could have at times. You get what I'm saying? And I got some stand-up guys in my corner. Always have had. Key question. Yes. Is she your best friend? Yes. Out the gate. She that's has beautiful. to be. She has to be because and that's what I'm this, this woman here, she I'm knows she knows me in ways that a lot of people could never ever know me. She's known me since I was 15 years old. Okay. She was my friend through all of the bitches, all of the bullshit that I was on. And she stood, she sat there. She, my pimping, all that bullshit, all the shit that I was on with other females and things like that. She was coaching me through all of that shit. And she still saw the good in me. Well, and this is, this is, this is the last part of this, which I think you're going to find interesting too. Okay. And I know she going to find this interesting. And this is why a lot of women who are looking for a partner, 
have a hard time being friends with other women because the other women be wanting to call you a silly bitch because you willing to invest in somebody and, and really they don't understand that your investment I, I'm beginning like as I've gotten older I'm beginning to learn that the reason why I know it's an investment is because I actually see my parents struggle and work together and things are never always sunny so I already know that the, whoever I'm gonna be with there's gonna be some fucked up shit so it doesn't make me a silly bitch it actually makes me a patient bitch it actually makes me somebody who's going to be valuable to a man in the future as well as myself because I'm emotionally okay to to be there whether he's here or if he's not and that really makes them the silly bitches which is why like I say and we always talk about protect your energy bye bitch I don't want to be your friend because you're gonna be talking about stupid shit that you see on TV with some niggas who ain't got no fucking homes together or know what they even want in a home aka a marriage aka kids and not only that let me add to that too meet single people right Ask them how long they've been on their jobs. Ask them about their bank account, how long they've had their bank accounts, how much money they've they've been able to save. Now, I'm not going off of the finance portion of it. I'm going off of the loyalty. You find motherfuckers who can't even hold a job for longer than a year, how the fuck they gonna hold together a relationship? You not loyal to nothing. And I'm saying this because, I'm saying this because if you see a person that's always looking for something better all the goddamn time, but not trying to find fulfillment in what they're already in, how are they going to sustain in a real relationship? Because there's always something better around the corner. There if is. you keep looking, yeah. there's going to always be something better. But the key but is, is it really actually better? It's never better. It's never better. It's never better. It's just a better search. That's all it it's, is. A lot of times it's and just easier because it's new. It's just... A, sometimes it's just easier. Bottom line is this. If people are not willing to invest in themselves, how can they invest in a relationship? I can't talk to somebody that ain't got a bank account or been at a job for five or six years trying to give me advice on anything. You're not loyal to nothing. I just realized I got the same account since the day I went to college. Right. Nigga. I mean, I'm only saying, I'm only saying that because that's, that's how I can tell. got the checks. Listen, that's, that's how I can tell who loyal to who, who could be actual loyalists. Because if you got a person that's always jumping from the next opportunity to the next opportunity to the next opportunities, you're an opportunist. You're not somebody that's built for a relationship. So you're going to always be single until you get tired of the search. And then you just, them be the niggas like, ah, well, you know what I'm saying? Shawty, shawty cool. She, she aight. Yeah. And they buy 40 plus. They damn near 50 now. They tired. The pussy like roast beef. There's nothing else they can do. Nobody else wants them. You know what? Because guess what? Because 2008 was the shit. 2018, you looking like shit. So now you like, wait a minute. I need to settle my ass. My old ass ain't going to the club no more. I'm tired of looking. I'm tired of searching. I ain't going to... Man, damn. She's still sitting here, too, with her raggedy ass. I might as well go ahead and, and make her an honest woman. Or you got the woman I that's sitting there like, damn. Todd don't even phrase. text me back no more. Shit, I might as well go ahead and fuck with Jonathan, because Jonathan's silly ass, he been sitting here the whole time paying this phone bill. I might as well go ahead and... That's the problem I have with people. And Jonathan is when we talk about the episode. Rewind back. Yeah. Go back to that episode. Yeah, Jonathan, Jonathan, we talking about your ass. You go back okay. to Jonathan. Uh, that's why I'm saying what I'm saying. I cannot... Tr- you're not built for a relationship if... 
you you not you gotta be willing to get the best of yourself to somebody. Don't nobody want spoiled milk. Mm-hmm. Niggas want the fresh milk. Hey. Why the fuck I gotta wait till the milk is halfway spoiled, looking like cheese, for you to say I'm yours, yeah, bitch? I don't want it now. People love buttermilk. Fuck buttermilk, <laughs> nigga. Nah, I want the fresh milk. I want to catch the milk when it's fresh out the titty. That's when the milk is at its best. That's when everybody want that milk. But that milk, like you know what? I'm your milk. I'm I'm for you. And a lot of people don't understand loyalty, but they all want to be in a relationship. But while they're in a relationship, they listening to other single motherfuckers telling them what they should have, what they shouldn't have, what they should put up with, what they shouldn't put up with. Why you doing that for that nigga? Why you doing this for that nigga? And you done let this single motherfucker who ain't got a bank account, ain't been at their job a year, telling you how you need to run your life. And that's what's fucked up about people. That's why you find a lot of these women that read posts like that talking about, I need to be married. No, you don't. You need to fall in love with you and find mm-hmm. out what works for you. Now, I'm all about that. People don't understand that. Another thing, yeah. too, before I could love her, I had to love me. And guys, too, because I know guys, I, I, I got to have my kid by 30 or I have to do right. this or I need to do like, Motherfucker, you need to figure out yourself because right. I, whew, I you know anybody for me? I have no one for you, sir. Understand, and people. Another thing too, I married young. Know why? Because I turned the corner young, and I fell in love with who I was young. I liked who I was, and I said, "Man, I'm pretty good. I think I'm good for a counterpart." My counterpart, she still was finding her herself in the situation. She still was trying to see who she was. My job was to either make her better than what she was or allow her to make me better than I am so we can both be a power team together. Not a power couple, a power team. Mm. A lot of you all want to be a power couple. That don't mean shit because power couples is fucking other niggas in other relationships. Mm. That don't mean they're a power couple. We got to be a power team. And that's before any jury is introduced. I need to be able to sit there and look at you and not be mad that you sitting there on my couch because I did go through that. Like, damn, I'm sitting next to this bitch. She smell good, but I hate this hoe, for real. I really wish she'd go home. I'm t- damn, I wish. Man, let me call Al. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I need to call. Not, not, and, and that was my friend. You see what I'm saying? I was calling my friend. Like, what do I do to get rid of this bitch? You mean, Trilly. Chill. You know what I'm saying? And that's what it is. When, you're, when the person that you're dealing with make you think and look at things much better than you did from the start, that's who you need to be fucking with. Period. So that's our fucking advice on that. Yeah. About that. Shit, uh, Dr. Phil couldn't have gave you a better rundown of that one, shit. Nah, it, like, and I feel like that was much overdue. Somebody needed that in their spirit. I'm sure this ain't the last time we addressed this. Of course not. <laughs> with that being said, we gonna go ahead and segue into drunken news. Hey, everybody excited. Hey, let's do it. Talking about friends. Uh, first article. Whoa. <laughs> Go on. Go ahead. Yeah. I'm mad you over here doing what you're doing and singing that. Uh, from USA Today, Justin L. Mack, man pulls gun, pistol whips friend of 50 years over a Bruno Mars song. Whoa, what song was it? Uh, I don't know if they disclosed There be no sunlight. <laughs> so it says, a man in Indiana was jailed over the weekend after he was accused of reaching for his handgun instead of his Shazam app to end a dispute with his longtime friends over a Bruno's Mars song. Roger D. Washburn, 71. 70. 
Oh shit. <laughs> he don't look like he listen to Bruno Mars. He look like he listen to Led Zeppelin or some shit. <laughs> uh, he's facing a charge of battery uh, after the incident at his home in Greenwood, Indiana. Uh, he told a man told officials that uh, he and another man were hanging out at uh, Washburn's house, and they've all been friends for 50 years. So it's a bunch of old niggas in there talking about Bruno Mars. Wow. The man said they were talking when an argument broke out over a song and its artist. The man said the song. Uh, the man said the song they were debating was sung by Bruno Mars. Washburn said no, it wasn't. The man showed Washburn proof that it was indeed a Bruno Mars song. The argument grew more intense, and then he told police they stood up, what did you say argued, and Washburn pulled out a gun. Uh, so then uh, the man responded by calling Washburn a chicken bleep. Chicken shit. And then Washburn swung the weapon at him and struck him in the face and arm. When he hit him, uh, the gun went off too. Damn. So then the guy that got hit took a swing at him, missed, and then the gun went off again. Luckily, no one got no one got shot. Beach house in Miami. Who yo kid that scampi? Damn. Like, if you ever see two old niggas fight, it's, it's the funniest worst Bruh. shit ever. Oh, at the, at the bottom of this, though, this shit is funny. It says at the bottom of the article, it says, the police report does not say what Bruno Mars song the men were arguing about. I'm, <laughs> I'm fucking done. His, his mug shot looked like he was listening to some, I see a rainbow and I went to paint it black. He don't look like he was arguing over no Bruno Mars song. What's wrong with people, man? Man, it's never that serious, y'all. It's never that serious about no music. Well, you know what is serious is uh, a school bus driver was arrested after she oh, let shit. kids drive the bus, according to the Associated Press. Yeah, I uh, that. I Indiana that. is is on some other shit. Indiana tripping. Val- right? Oh man, that's gonna be all kind of shame. Uh oh. <laughs> she watched Here it comes, y'all. <laughs> Go to say the name, Gemini. And this is to go even further beyond. It's over 9,000. Valparaiso. Valparaiso. There you go. Yeah. Do you know where, where do you know that? Valparaiso. Valparaiso. Have you been there? I've been to Valparaiso. It's a good college town. How do you say it? It's a college town. How do you say it? Valparaiso. Valparaiso. See, you said it like I said it. No, it's Valparaiso. Then why the fuck you fuck it up like that then? I was Jewish. Man, stop. Sit your ass down. I actually believed you. So a northwestern Indiana school bus driver has been arrested on allegations, although they have a whole fucking video, uh, that she let children as young as 11 years old drive a bus. Um, the 27-year-old Joandria Mekati of Portage was arrested. That's how you say it. On preliminary felony charges of child neglect. Uh, she allowed three students ages 11, 13, and 17 to drive the bus for a short distance a short distance in a rural area. I don't know what the fuck you talking about right now. 
so so, so I, basically this is what happened bus driver was like hey look I'm about to be doing some ill shit on the bus so I just don't feel like driving who wanna drive me so it was like 11, 13, 17 I think she's black what? yeah I'm pretty sure I saw the video it was a black lady wow yeah they, they don't have the picture but I'm pretty sure I saw the video not in spirit. <laughs> Shit, I don't know if she let an 11 year old drive a bus. Like, I'm not letting nobody. Be Look, I got a niece and nephew of 11. I don't even know if they, like, they be coming out with fucked up looking ass clothes. I can't trust you to drive no damn bus. The, the perks were really potent that day that she popped, because that don't make any sense. Uh, so, so the 11, 13, 17 year old, she told them they could drive. They drove it like in a rural area. They drove in like a rural area. And then when she got back, I guess, uh, hell yeah, they was like, bitch, I was out there riding this bus. I was scared. That motherfucker. Ghost ride the whip. Right. Get out of here. So bro. then she got fired. So that's the story on that one. What's your advice for her or the school district? Uh, I don't know. Listen. I don't know how they vet these uh, bus drivers. I mean, you got bus drivers going to the grocery store and school buses these days. You got bus drivers rolling weed on buses while they, before they go pick up kids these days. You got bus drivers that's doing unannounced stops to have cigarette breaks these days. I don't know what's going on with people who are getting these jobs, but it's really common sense. It's nothing. I mean, don't let fucking kids drive the bus. Like, I don't know what kind of advice you can give for that. Like, your ass deserve to get fired. What you got, What you want to say? I got something for it. It's what? called, uh, you know, uh, job shadow, right? Because you, well, you, 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 you don't hear oh, what you're saying. The fuck are you talking about? Yeah, no, no, no. grow up to be a bus driver these days. <laughs> all right? Everybody want to do Uber, all right? Right. Like no, but I will say this. I will say, listen, I will say this. On, on most buses today, um, because of money shortages and things like that in school, different school districts, usually you would have the bus monitor on the bus. You know what I'm saying? Which is always another adult that adult. can actually yes. tell them, like, uh, that's a bad fucking idea. Don't let them drive the bus. What are you doing? It's cool. It's cool. He's 17. He damn near got his license. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, but bitch, you got a pension to worry about. You about to ruin that shit. Plus, a bus a bus license driver uh, license is totally different than a regular ass license, yes. anyways. But uh, you're in charge of children, like no. To my sister, two tenths make a license. Okay. Oh my god. You already know what sister is. I ain't gonna. I already know what time it is. I hope you edit that out. Okay. No. <laughs> she, she, she that story. No, he, she loved that story because I've heard it. She Our next story <laughs> is, you'll find this funny, is from Fox 4 News. Uh, it doesn't give who. Associated Press. Son of Missouri restaurant founder indicted on sex crimes. Uh-oh. Uh, in Ozark, Missouri. Okay. So that's why I thought it was funny. Can't fuck that up. No, because of the show. Yeah, yes, I, I watched yeah. Ozark too. Hey, a lot of people watch Ozark. I haven't watched it yet. So this guy is indicted on several sex crimes. Um, he's 50-year-old Benjamin Lambert. Uh, he had a Lambert's Cafe in Ozark, Missouri. Mm -hmm. uh, five charges by a grand jury early this month. Um, he was arrested last or not last week, but he was arrested and was held on a hundred thousand dollar bond. Um, huh? That's, 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 that's 
ten thousand dollars once you go to so that. So basically, bar. he got a bunch of sex charges. And I just thought it was interesting because Ozark is about people laundering shit, and lo and behold, sex crimes. Okay, now this is child sex crimes, or just regular ass sex crimes. <laughs> right, that's why I was about to ask. Is it, is it regular sex crimes or is it crimes against children? Oh no, it is. It's um, he had a nude photo of a child posing in front of a mirror at his home. All right, he went from some baller shit to some all shit. Right. <laughs> But that was all. What's your advice? Uh, stop fucking with kids. <laughs> Don't do do dumb shit in Ozark, especially when you got a big ass target on your city because there is a show about it. Uh, if you own a cafe, just sell food. Don't sell kitty corn. Yeah, what's going on? Don't you know? And uh, I'm just listen. Right now, I think there's more than enough females of age that's hoeing. You ain't gotta be out here. You ain't gotta be out here doing that. Doing no silly shit. But hey, we talked about the pedophile thing, about them talking about the lifestyle. So it's it's not even about them. them. Fuck piece of gay. Fuck all them motherfuckers that like fucking with kids and all that dumbass shit. But it's not even about the accessibility of people being adults. It's the fact that they just like kids. That's my and that's my issue. Like, look. Jerk it or get it chopped off. Pick one. I'm sick of y'all motherfuckers. And they got... See, this is another thing, too, man. I don't know if they got out in Ozark, but you know they do have the shit that uh that you can get injected with that would kill your sex drive and all that good shit. Mm. What the fuck is that shit called? I'm- I don't know, but we need to, we, we need to talk about that uh, another one because that would be interesting because I got another... <laughs> So our, no, we, it's called it's it's uh it's it's intravenous castration, I believe. Ooh. Where they shoot you and then you just don't even want to have sex no more. Like it kills Damn, the usage. The All you doing is pissing. <laughs> That's it. Like you won't get an erection no more. You won't get horny. It's 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 basically another form of castration. So we need to cover that on another one, man. We really do. We need to do some research on that because I feel like. That shit right there, it should be sold out. It should be so much of that shit being passed out right now that it's ridiculous. Me, myself, I just want to go buy some of that shit and go to one of these pedophile rallies and just walk around and be like slimmer. Just get the stabbing motherfuckers with the knees. Oh, That's perfect for them type of people, though, because I feel like when you like a pedophile or a rapist or some shit like that, you don't want regular sex. Yeah. You just want to fuck with a kid because you're a pedophile or you just want to rape somebody because you're a rapist. Right. So, yeah, castrate the nigga. I'm going to hit you with that needle. Really <laughs> I'm going to walk right up on you. Some kind of it's like controlling power. So we gonna have to we gonna have to we gonna have to contain this for another one because I think yeah. that could be a huge we gonna hold that one in itself because I got a I got an article for that too from the UK. That's but real quick, just know that Trilly. Just beware of the, of, the, of the bald guy with the beard that's going to be at the rally for the pedophiles. Tell him, hey, man, I know where you can get some A1 kindergarten ass, and I'm going to take you, and I'm going to shoot your ass. <laughs> and it was actually a scene on Ozark. <laughs> I got to watch Ozark. Where, where they got a nigga like that. Like, the chick was like, oh, let me, like she gave me some lemonade, and he dropped his lemonade. She's like, oh, let me help you. And she poked this ass with a nigga real quick, and he died. Oh, I ain't right. gonna kill him. I want like you. That. I ain't gonna kill him. I'm just gonna allegedly inject their ass with some shit that would castrate them. That's it. Allegedly. With just an empty needle with number air and it stopped his heart and shit. All right. So our last article for drunken news. Uh, Do you hear about Twitch? How? What? So Twitch, on Twitch is now blocked in China. 
Oh yeah, I heard about that. According. Twitch? Twitch is a um, it's a, it's an app to basically where you can do live streaming. A lot of gamers use it, but I've noticed a lot of people have been using it for podcasts and things like that now. So according to Shannon Liao. Liao. L I A O Liao. L I A O. L I A O. Liao. Liao. It might be Lao. I but think I don't it might know. be loud. Well, Shannon, write your shit in to unapollopod at gmail.com if I fucked your name up. You're Leo. Smoking on that. So, <laughs> let's hear about that. Loud. So, Twitch is blocked in China, uh, but it's no longer accessible, and its app's been removed from Apple's local app store, um, in, I, I guess, in China. Uh, Twitch confirmed it's blocked in China, but won't elaborate on the details. Um, it was number in the number three spot among free apps in China. So, I guess that that's why. Twitch is owned by... <laughs> Twitch is owned by Amazon. We're going to the cards. Oh, it's the Alvarez thing. No, it's a... It's owned by Amazon? It's owned by Amazon. Yeah. It says Twitch is owned by Amazon and it has seen a big boost in viewership this year, especially from Fortnite because it's exploded in popularity. Um, they have people who are celebrities on there, like like truly said. There's podcasts, there's other forms of media, um, but the Chinese government has been banning any Western media platform that seems to be growing in popularity um, because they don't want something controversial to. I'm just trying to find out what could happen more controversial in China. <laughs> Small, <laughs> other than you know having too many kids. Yeah, other than the <laughs> rising population of people and right. game shows with nudity. Like, what right. else could be over so there? So, my advice for... China, that's Japan, I got all that shit. China had that shit too? Yeah. My, advice is, my advice would be for people who do stuff with gaming, like, I would rebel against this. Like, that's not cool. I would not promote anything from China if that's the case. Like, how are you going to censor stuff? when we use that platform from like a gaming aspect, it's one of the biggest gaming platforms even available. Like, so if I was a gamer, like I wouldn't promote shit with from China, like at all, because I'm basically boycotting your shit because that's not cool. It's literally the biggest gaming platform. You mean like if it was like a, yeah, like if I was a gamer, yeah, if I was a gamer in America and like they were like, oh, come to China, I'd be like, nah, I'm good. And I would go ahead and say why and I'd let that shit get hella pressed. Like, no, I do not condone that. Like, I don't, we don't even know why you won't let us game in China. Like, you just said, no, we don't want right. it. Then fine, don't want me. Right. And a lot of that too is because China is trying to um, get more people outside and doing shit because China is so locked into the internet and things like that. And something like Twitch, Twitch. You lose hours fucking with Twitch because it ain't nothing but gamers on there. You know what I'm saying? You got a lot of gamers that make a shitload of money off Twitch right now. Just recording themselves playing Fortnite and shit like that. You know what I mean? So I don't understand the reasoning behind them banning it. But I can I have theories. But at the end of the day, shit. It, it's kinda weird because a lot of fucking games come from China. <laughs> so it's kind of weird that y'all would block that particular app. But when, from the outside, right? Because they probably got their own shit from in the inside. You know what? Nine times out of ten, they probably do. Twitch probably was kicking ass over in China. It probably was some other platform over there that was performing well before Twitch showed up. Right. And they was like, uh-uh. Y'all done paid the government off. <laughs> we getting this money over here. Fuck Twitch. Y'all better fuck with Google. Oh, my goodness. 
With that being said, we're going to go ahead and slow it on down. My apologies to the Chinese folks who's listening to this. I don't know what the fuck y'all got going on, but I love China. You know what I'm saying? Do what y'all do. With that being said, we're going to slow it on down. We're going to slow it on down with Protect Your Energy. So so I have two, but I think I'm going to use this one because I think that this sounds more relevant. So according to Home Debonair on Instagram, Knowledge doesn't create power, it creates potential. What matters is what you wow. are able to do with what you know. Yes. So, knowing what you know, you have to protect yourself. And, and like we were talking about being emotionally and spiritually invested in yourself, like you have to have that potential in yourself to continue forward. And that starts with you being emotionally stable. A lot of people right. aren't emotionally stable out here. So, my yeah. advice is that. With this, like, you know, get your shit together and you will have power. Your power is within you. That's all I got. I, I totally agree with that because some of us can still, like you said, know some shit. But if you're not emotionally stable, you still act off a lot of emotions, even with what you know. And then you end up back like at that square one and you just be like, I already knew this was like this. I already knew that this was going to happen. However, I'm not together emotionally, so I acted off of that. And here I am. Here's a setback. <laughs> right. So that's real shit. Like, unfortunately, sometimes your emotions trump what you no logically. Content. Yeah. No. Like right. what you what you know what it is. I mean, it's like that sometimes. Right. So basically, this week, people, we need you all to fall deeply head over in heels in love with yourself to that's the point right. that. You will protect yourself from ignorance and outside interference that will interfere with you protecting your energy. So bottom line is always keep your eye on the ball and that ball is you. Be selfish about what you want for yourself. Be greedy about your peace. You know, be steadfast about not moving in the wrong direction in life and just keeping your temperature gauged at a point to where you're not being harmful to you or others for that matter, but more so spoiling yourself with great vibes and energy. Long as you're doing that, there's no way you're gonna lose you, yourself, or the things that's important around you. You will not be harmful to those that are around you. You will be a beacon of light for those who don't radiate the same energy as you. And some people may even copy what you have going on, which is good because great energy and great vibes and great protection of energy can be contagious. And if that happens within your circle, you got a dope ass circle now. Be blessed, people. And it's transferable. Yes, very. And with that being said, that is another episode of Unapologetic Advice Podcast. I am your co-host, Gemini. And I'm Trilly St. Clair. And this is Unapologetic Advice Podcast. Make sure you guys hit us up at unapollopod at gmail.com. Make sure you leave us a five-star review on iTunes, Stitcher, Podcast Republic, Google Play, and... SoundCloud. SoundCloud, our baby. That's our yes. baby. We've been having some cute little artwork and all types of stuff going on through there. So make sure y'all leave us some comments. Leave us a review. We love y'all. That's all I got. Peace. See y'all Bye. in a minute. We out this bitch. That was a good one.
Oh, really? Big up yourself, nigga. What you talking about? <laughs> Turn that shit off. I want to hear it back. God damn it. You can't hear it back. You can't hear it. I need you, some you more. Better. You better. Continue. Sure, sure.